0: Have you ever tried something on, an outfit, a piece of clothing, and it just didn't fit right anymore, just didn't feel right, just didn't look right? Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. I'll be right back. Welcome to Walk in the Word with Robin. Blessings to you. Thank you for stopping by. Today we are continuing our journey through Ephesians chapter 5. And we have been talking about the life of a believer according to what Paul wrote to the Ephesian church in Ephesians in chapter 5 of the book of Ephesians in the Bible. So we have talked about how we should live, we should live a life of love. The way Christ loved us is how we should love others and how he sacrificed himself as a fragrant offering unto God. That is how we should offer ourselves to God, not in the crucifixion, but uh, our lives as a living sacrifice and uh, how we are to have that same sacrificial love for others, but then he goes into talking about what we should not be involved in, uh, because these things don't 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 fit a child of God. I said in the intro how we can try something on and it just doesn't fit. You know, it used to fit us, but you know, after a while, it just doesn't look right. We've changed, and that outfit just isn't what uh, represents who we are anymore. So. As believers, as Christians, as followers of Christ, we are not to be involved in sexual immorality and any kind of impurity. And this goes on in Ephesians verse, uh, chapter five, verse three, greedy because they're improper. They don't fit us. We shouldn't be involved in obscenity in foul language, foolish, talking, coarse, joking. Uh, and he even says they're out of place. But what we should be doing is giving thanks to God. Our conversation should reflect the love of God and the grace of God and the peace of God. What we get involved in. We shouldn't be involved in idolatry, allowing something or someone or some action or some system to become more important and have a louder voice than God or stronger influence than the word of God. And so here we are in Ephesians chapter five, starting with verse six, let no one deceive you with empty words for because of such things, God, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. I'll, and I'll, I'll continue in verse 8, but let me start with uh, verse 6. When I'm looking at this scripture and then I read it in the amplified version, it says, don't let anyone deceive you with words that cause us or cause you to sin. So the words that bring us and draw us into sin. And listen, these words are around us every day they're in the media, they're in our circles, they're in our social circles, our family circles such as everybody's doing it, why not you? Oh, come on, it's not going to hurt anybody. Nobody's going to know. You know, that that temptation on the job to take a box of paper clips. I've worked here long enough. I they owe me. I don't make enough money. So, why can't I have a box of paper clips? What? This is like two cents, you know, those kind of conversations that we have with ourselves that the enemy plants those thoughts in our minds. So and n- not just that, you know, everybody's doing it. Uh and it could it could stem from sex or alcohol or drugs, even for young people. Um uh, those words are all around them every day. They're in social media, they're in the news. You know, everybody is um climbing the corporate ladder and as they climb they're stepping on someone's head well no that is not the way to rise to the top the bible says that god is the one who gives promotion promotion does not come from the east or the west it comes from god so those Empty words, those vain words that actually call to our flesh, but not to the spirit of God in us. Those are deceptive words, deceptive systems. So we're not to be deceived by that because the wrath of God comes on those who are disobedient. Now, in another, in the Amplified Translation, disobedient means Or is uh, translated as continuing to sin. So those who refuse to stop sinning, they continue on in their sin. We are not to be associated with them. Now that is not to say we don't reach out. We don't give the gospel. We don't share the love of Christ with them because how else are they going to know the truth? How else are they going to be set free? Because the Bible does say, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So how will they get free if they don't know? So we are not to turn our back and shun them and say, oh, you're lesser than I am because of the life you're living, because of the sins you are committing. No, because that causes us to enter into pride. And what does the Bible say? Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall and believe you me the lord will bring us low he will bring us very low when we lift ourselves up above what we should okay so we're not to be partners with them we're not to be associated with them and then this is so beautiful So that was Ephesians chapter 5, verses 6 and 7. And now here we are in verse 8. For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light. Verse 9. For the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Verse 10, and find out what pleases the Lord. And we'll stop there. Verse 8, you were once. In other words, all of this that we have talked about in Ephesians chapter 5, this is what we used to be. This is how we used to live. Okay, so as a believer, this is how, let me put it this way. This is how we should, we should be able to look back and say, we don't do that anymore. We don't live like that anymore. We should be able to look behind us and say, okay, that was the old me. The old me is dead. I don't get involved in these things that we've talked about, these behaviors, actions, and attitudes that we have talked about earlier in Ephesians chapter five, that is and actually, if you have accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are covered in the blood of Jesus washed, he has washed your sins away, then these things, even though you may still be partaking of them, do not fit you. They do not fit who you are. You are clean. You are washed. And if you are still involved in sin. If you are still if you're continuing to sin, you are you have on clothes that don't become you. You don't look right, okay? You're not dressed right. So my admonishment and my pleading to you is to go before God and repent. Let him clean up your heart. Let him change you. Get in the word of God. Like Ephesians chapter five. This chapter, this whole book, the whole Bible will find us where we are. It it will that GPS that we have in our vehicles or on our phones and you know it pinpoints where we're going gets us exactly there. Well, this is the Lord's GPS for us. The Holy Spirit will use the word to pinpoint where God needs to find us so we can come clean and get it right. So but this is who we were, okay? We were once darkness. We were once walking around with our eyes closed with our minds deceived, with our hearts darkened. But then Paul says, but now you are light. Listen, you, you are light in the Lord because of Christ. You are a light in him. You are the light of the world. You can't hide that under a bushel. You're a city set on a hill. You can't hide. So you might as well get rid of whatever is not pleasing to the Lord. He says, Live as children of light, live in what fits you. There's nothing like finding an outfit or having one tailored just for you, just for you, fits you perfectly, nothing like it. Having an outfit tailored for me made me want to get everything tailored for me, everything that I wear, because it was amazing to have something fitted specifically for my body type. And for my frame, it was amazing. It was beautiful, some of you who, who do get your things tailored, but that was just one outfit. But I'm working on another one, let me tell you, because the fit is nice, okay? So let's put that in the sense of us walking as children of light, living as who we are. That's, that's our fit. That's who we are. That is, that's when people will notice the light in us and they will come to you or even in their own minds and say hmm something really is different so stop wearing the clothes that don't fit stop wearing the sin stop wearing the the idolatry stop wearing the immorality stop wearing the impurity stop wearing all those things they don't fit they don't fit the believer they don't fit So the fruit of the light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. So let me take out that uh, in parentheses is verse nine. So let me, let me do something here for you were once darkness But now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light and find out what pleases the Lord. Find out what the will of the Lord is. And then we go back to Romans chapter 12, I believe, um, where we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind because at that point in the transformation, we will begin to find out what that good, pleasing and perfect will of God is. So let's move on and operate as the children of light we are. Goodness righteousness and truth will be named among us and we will reflect the glory the absolute glory of God this world it's a pretty dark place why not light it up you know like the Christmas lights on the houses and you know the neighborhood could be dark and you know people aren't decorating like they used to but then you ride down the street and there's this one house that is decorated beautifully. Lights everywhere and it's tasteful and classy. It's not overdone. But lights everywhere and you are just drawn. It's like, oh, you have to stop the car and just sit there. and Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's us. We're lights. We reflect the glory of God. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray that you would help us to go back in Ephesians chapter 5 and just read all of Ephesians. But it, we're working on Ephesians chapter 5. So I pray that the listener, the hearer, would read Ephesians chapter 5. God, in your Holy Spirit, would bring revelation and understanding to them right where they are, God. I know what you're speaking to me. So I ask you to touch their hearts, to break their hearts, to open their hearts, God, to open their spirits more to you, Father. Every believer, every Christian, and God, I ask you that for those who do not know you, who have not allowed you entrance into their lives, oh God, I pray, Father, that this would be the moment where your spirit would connect with them and they would yield their lives. Not just their hearts, but their lives completely to you. That they, God, will confess you as Lord and Savior. No matter when they're listening, as Lord and Savior of their lives. That they might see the change and the transformation. I thank you for it. I give you glory for it. I pray, God, your protection and your covering over each listener I pray, Father, that those who are not attending a church, God, that you would lead them to where you want them to be, Father. So that they can be fed, they can grow, they can be in fellowship, they can be encouraged and be an encouragement. God, have your way in their lives. Pour out your love upon them. If any are sick, in their bodies or even struggling mentally. I pray that you heal, that you send help from the sanctuary. God let your will be done. Thank you for this opportunity to share your word and be your light in the name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Thank you so much for stopping by. You can reach me at walkinthewordwithrobin@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Have an amazing, amazing day. Bye-bye.